Woman continues to care for ex-husband following traumatic brain injury along with new husband. A woman still cares for her ex-husband following his traumatic brain injury and her new husband even helps out. Back in 2008, Kristen Armstrong received a life-changing phone call. Her husband, Brandon Smith, had been involved in a horror car crash. Smith, then 24, was in the neurotrauma intensive care unit. He and his 23-year-old wife had been married for two years and were high school sweethearts. But Smith's health condition went on to change both their lives completely, including their relationship. Smith ended up in a coma for two months and was moved into a Texas nursing care facility as he required constant care. They couldn't tell me if he was alive or not, Armstrong, now 38, told Today.com. I remember asking my mom, what will I do if Brandon is gone? Even though Brandon's doctors warned me that if he did wake up, he would be forever changed because of his severe traumatic brain injury, I held on to hope that a miracle would happen if he'd be the same Brandon. But he wasn't. Every morning I woke up and I was hit by this train of sadness. I was grieving a living person, and that was very complicated and, and isolating. She'd planned to spend the rest of her life with her soulmate, dreaming of having Smith's kids. But when she learned he'd never be the same again, Armstrong decided to get a divorce. But when she made this gut-wrenching choice, she did promise to look after him. Armstrong later married her new man, James Armstrong, in 2015. And pretty extraordinarily, he is helping care for Smith, too. We bring Brandon to our house every week and we take him, to, take him out to restaurants, she said. What makes it really beautiful is how much family, how much my family has accepted Brandon as part of their family. The devoted ex-wife now shares TikTok videos of their life with a clip of her new husband feeding her old one in a restaurant getting over 7 million views. She wrote in the caption, So grateful for this man who not only chose me but chose B too. Your husband is one in a million. I don't know, what, I don't know many men or women that could do that, one person commented, while another added, If my heart could explode... It would have already. God bless you all, and thank you for showing us that there are people out there with hearts. Wow. What do you think about that? <laughs> um, again, it's what the comments were saying, but I feel like very few people would be willing and able to do this, to care for uh, their, someone else's uh, ex-spouse. But you think so, though? Because if you really think about it, it's almost like, have you ever seen the movie Castaway? Yeah. With Tom Hanks? Yeah, of course. Think about it. He goes, he disappears, he then comes back. The wife moved on because he was declared dead, you know? But he was able to survive and everything. And when he comes back, like it's not like you completely lose all those feelings. You see this person, you're like, shit. Obviously, in this case, you know, it was more of like a, an injury. And it's not like she stopped loving him because... He was a terrible person. It's just that, you know, he wasn't able to provide that kind of life. But the love was still there. Now, finding the man to be like, yeah, I'm comfortable looking after this guy. It's the hard part. No, I'm, I'm not. I am. I think it's it's harder to imagine his the, the new husband's position than her. Like, yeah, she loved him or she loves him. Clearly, uh, that there's no doubt about it. But finding a new spouse who will willingly care for somebody who's 100% disabled that that someone used to be their husband like that's tough and i don't think most men would be willing to do that would you feel comfortable no say that you're dating this girl man and you're oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like yo my ex the only reason why he broke up is because he he's a i don't know can't have kids cucumber <laughs> i was gonna say well, think about it. He has a completely brain injury. Like he's like he's a vegetable. Yeah, 
that point. Like, they have to take care of them and stuff. Like, I would, I would be like, okay, what type of quality of life is this person living? And so I would probably encourage her to, if she has any power, any say, to like, let this person go, you know? <laughs> Dude, would you want to live like that for the rest of your life? Being a vegetable state, not having any type of quality of life, not enjoying anything? I think most people would probably say, "Do it, just put me in the ground." Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, we can probably put a poll up and, and ask. You know, I would love to to hear people's uh, opinion, but I wouldn't want to live like that. And so, if my, if I met somebody, he's like, "Oh yeah, like we have to care for this person too," and they're hundred percent disabled. It's not even like I would be jealous or anything. I would just be like, "Dude, put them out of the misery." Like, but what if he's not miserable? What if he's like, you know what? Um, I'm so blessed that I st- I'm still able to breathe with my lungs. And, and they can ad- they can articulate that like like they they'll tell no, me that. No, but no, but what if they are feeling that way and you think no, nah, this guy wants to you know? How do I know they're feeling that way? I don't know. It's a blink once if you want to stay alive. <laughs> blink twice if you want to take it out. He be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes are dry as fuck. Fuck. <laughs> he's like, all right, dog. <laughs> blink. <laughs> <laughs> no dude but like no if you, if you, if you, if you, if you i know all right if you want to live don't blink if you want to die blink <laughs> you just wait <laughs> i'll be here for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah it is fucked up no i mean if they if he can express hey listen like i'm whatever like if he's somewhat disabled that's that's one thing but this guy is is gone dude so what do you think about that situation though with uh with the man that, that that's dating? That man that's now the husband, the new husband. The new husband, yeah, dude. That's, it takes a special man to be okay with that. But I feel like he's okay with it because he probably understands, listen, like this guy is he's never gonna have a normal life. He's never gonna be uh you know, like that person is a hundred percent disabled. It's not like, oh, they maybe they broke a leg or maybe it's just temporarily or maybe it's something they can from like no like so it's not really like a, a like threatening or anything for that's what i'm have yeah. some sort of that's what i'm getting at this unless yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so the the, the mom the, the the wife left her husband her first husband because he couldn't have kids yeah that's what the article stated i'll go back it's kind of fucked up no it what was oh, so then what would you have her do then what would you have her do why didn't she adopt kids? With, because she needed help some raising the kids. She didn't want to be a single mom, quote unquote. She planned to spend the rest of her life with her soulmate, dreaming dreaming of having Smith's kids. But when she learned he'd never be the same again, Armstrong decided to get a divorce. But then she made this gut wrenching. But when she made this gut wrenching choice, she did promise to look after him forever. Maybe that, but even so, isn't that even worse? Like you're gonna leave me because you can't have kids, so you you'll be with somebody else who can. But then, and then I'm gonna have to witness that for the rest of well my life. Well, not so much witness. I mean, I'm sure it's painful, but just like you said, like oh, like if I were in that situation, I'd understand it. Yeah, like just take me out at this point. Like there's no quality of life. But what if somewhere deep down you're like, damn, but I know I can't do anything. But you know the people that. They love me, you know, and even though I look like this, they're still willing to be there for me and they look forward to taking care of me. Like that alone is a blessing. You know, we complain yeah. about sm- little things. That man really can't do shit, but somehow he still has people that look after him almost like 
almost like another relative, part of the family, you know, that they, they, they take care of him and they just want what's best for him. Because at the end of the day, think about it. Like, he was doing right by his his wife, his ex-wife. It's not like he was a terrible, well, based on that, the fact that she's staying sound, and she wants yeah, to take care of clearly. him. Seems like he was a good guy. And if he still has, I mean, not much quality of life, but he has enough where he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm at least surrounded by people that love me and... Maybe he goes, yeah, I mean, this is a burden, but I can't do assisted suicide or whatever if that's what he wants to fucking do or I can't have someone. Maybe he can roll himself in the middle of the busy street. <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. Yeah. I hate that I'm saying this shit, but I'm saying it kind of jokingly, but at the same time, dude, it's true. I mean, it is kind of fucked up. So maybe if you were to ever get that point, knock on wood, hopefully it never does. But then you'll see something like, damn, like I had said that I want to just end it, but I don't know if I could. This is all I have left. Let me at least appreciate the little things that I have. But appreciate what? like what Someone you? loving you and someone looking after you and being able to feed you, taking out to these restaurants. Like, think about it, dude. You have all these other, other, other people that they're probably going through other things that they don't have the opportunity to do so. And then you're like, man, I'm all fucked up. But at least like someone's willing to still look after me, even though I look like this, even though I'm, I feel like I'm such a burden, they're still making me feel like I'm incorporated. You never know what that does to that person. Because then you think, oh, wow, I would never want to be like that. But maybe one day, unfortunately, you do get to that. And someone, instead of saying, like, yo, you're fucking a pain in the ass. Or, dude, taking care of Marvin is, I mean, like this is a, is horrible. Maybe they're actually like, oh, dude, like, Mar Marvin's still going to be here. Like, I want to make sure that if, if I could, let me let me have him participate as much as I can. I want to bring him around. You're my boy. You know, like, imagine me if I'm like, dude, like, if I could. I'd be like, dude, of course. Yeah, bring Marvin. Oh, Marvin's just going to be back in there in the corner. I don't care, but he's going to be in the corner with us. It depends, man. If, if that person can vo can express that in some way that, hey, listen, like, I'm, I'm okay with being this way and, like, whatever. But if you tell me, like, oh, like, I'm miserable. like, But what if they it. can't say any of it? What if they're just there? And then I would have to assume that they're not happy. And that's <laughs> what you would assume? That's a, that's a shitty assumption, then. But I'd rather assume that than keeping them in their misery for the, for decades to come. What if they communicate, like, with their eyes or something? Like, they... Like a mo or maybe the doctor, like, they, you know... No, but maybe maybe there's some ways for them to communicate where they give them some sort of other assisted methods and they'll be like, hey, if you can... they Maybe they can move a finger. I, oh, and yeah. they say, hey, it lift your finger on the case. up. It depends on the case. If the doctor says, listen, he... Is he, is, he, is he conscious? Is he aware of what's going on? Like, what do you guys think? Is he is he happy? And if the doctor tells us, listen, he's really <clears throat> just in the state of like... Uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, unawareness where he's just like there, <coughs> which that does happen. That does happen. And then at that point, it's like, he's not even conscious. Then what am I doing? This is literally just his body. He's, 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 maybe he's not even breathing on its own. Maybe even his heart is not pumping on its own. At that point, I'm like, okay, like, what are we doing here? So I'm just going to wheel him around just to say that I am? That's also not fair. You've never heard of that guy who's been in an iron lung for like, I don't know how many years, like his entire lifetime? No, I haven't. No iron lung lifetime. I got Because it's something similar because this man, the man in the iron lung, today he is 74. And um, one of the people, okay. The summer of 1952 was hot, even by Texas, whatever. Do, 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 do. Oh, I have to freaking read and stuff. No, but there's this guy. How long do people stay in our lung? Two weeks. Uh, 68 years later, an iron lung is still keeping Lillard alive. And you imagine being in an iron lung. You know what an iron lung is? No. You're basically, have you ever gotten like uh, an MRI? You know how they kind of sure, like, sure, sure. have you for like your whole body? Like mm, when you go I have in? Not, no. no? All right, dude. An iron lung is essentially, imagine 
imagine like a whole capsule, almost like if it were an MRI machine and like you get put in feet first, right. so let's say, for example, and it stops right around here on your head. Now imagine that completely encapsulated. So your entire body is in this machine and your head is just sticking out and that is assisting you to breathe. That's an iron lung. <sighs> this guy, yeah, look, this is another one. Decades after poliomartha is among the last to still rely on an iron lung. Look, it's basically like this, like your head is just sticking out. Yeah, yeah. Take so what do you do with this? Like what do you do with this person? I I wouldn't want to live like that. I'm sorry. Like I, who who if they if they can express that they they they're okay living like this, then that's on them. But you can't you can't tell me that that is any way to live to to go about life. No way. No. I think your opinion would change if you got to that point. <laughs> Hopefully, we never find out. Hopefully, we never find out. But that begs the question in the situation. Um, she left the husband because she really wanted to have kids. And he, she saw, hey, listen, this is not somebody that I can have kids with. How would you feel about that? Let's say you're in a situation, God forbid, that you're with somebody, you're married, you and Christina, whatever. I was going to ask you. I hate yeah. that you're asking me because you, you beat me to the point. Um, that's Piece it. of shit. I mean, that, that's kind of the underlying question in this, this whole story. Because uh, you say for better and for worse, right? Let's say you get married. This is the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. There are going to be some worse days. I mean, hopefully not that bad. But let's say that something does happen. You have to prepare yourself. You know, How would you go about that? It's funny because, like, for some reason, sometimes I need it. I think I need to go to therapy, dog. Because right before I go to bed, I always think of the most traumatic experiences. Mm. I don't know why. It could be, like, maybe... Peaches running into the middle of the street and a car hitting her, or Christina, something happened to her and she, I don't know, gets like burns or whatever, like maybe a fire, car accident, whatever. I think of, I don't know why, right before. And it's not always that. It could be something with my family, something with me, any, I don't know why. And it gives me like some, some like hit right before I go to bed. And I don't know if it's just like a reminder to be grateful, or I don't know if it's maybe some order, some, some sort of other response that's happening. Um, but I remember that there was, was there was this one time that I thought like man like what if like Christina like she was in an accident and she had burns all over the place or whatever, and then I'm like dude, like I don't know if I would be able to leave her, you know I I I don't think I could you know I I I really do I love Christina like crazy and I feel like she does so much for me and I don't know it, it she's just made me into the person I am today and I feel like as our relationship progresses it makes me a better individual and I constantly grow and I look forward to the relationship that we have. Um, and I think that's going to still mean something. Um, I don't know. I, that's just kind of how I am. I'm really, really big with relationships. As I mean, as you know, like even with our friendships, like I, I tell you, I love you because mm -hmm. I do. And we were talking about it earlier with, um, with Leslie yeah. about our, our relationships and uh, my group of friends. So like, even like I, it would be devastating. I'll be, I was even talking to Christine about if we had to move. Right, because of how expensive this shit is, and my, my barber today was telling me like, oh, all of my family's over on the West Coast, like they're in West Palm or not West Palm, they were in um, by the Naples area, the Cape Coral, just on the West Coast. Yeah. Right, he goes, my whole family's over there. He goes, bro, and after a couple years, when I retire, I want to go over there. And then I started thinking, like, dude, I may have to do that. And when that happens, I won't have my friends anymore, which is a reality for many people. And I guess I'm I'm realizing this now. And it's like, damn, like there may be a day that I won't see you ever again. Because I, what if that's where life takes us? Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then I bring that back to my current relationship with Christina where it's like if something devastating were to happen, I don't know if I would be able to leave her. I don't know. It would be tough. It's hard to ha have that, that 
question answered. Yeah. For you, I think it'll be a little bit easier, I think, because uh, you're very quick to be like, oh, hey, if I'm fucked up, take me out. So if she's fucked up, you'll be like, fuck that bitch. No, 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 no. Really? I mean, if 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 I, I would feel like a burden, you know, I feel like. Let, if, if you. If something happens to me. But yeah, what if yeah. something happened to her? No, I mean, I love Chris. I love. I love Chris. <laughs> <Christina. laughs> We're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, I love Claudia, and so and, and even now, the more we date and the longer we're together, like beauty fades and everything else is like everything else is just there's so much more to a relationship than just sex or just uh, the looks or just whatever. Like it, it's once you've been with somebody for so long and for a while, and you you surpass the traditional just the basic level of a relationship. And Doctor Hees is the one who's always said it. It's like. This is the somebody that you're planning on growing old, old with. If you just care for how they look, right, physical appearance, if you just care about the sex or whatever, like that is secondary. Like that does not matter as much as do you love spending time with this person? Do you love being in quiet, not even speaking, just being with this person? Those are that. That's what really matters. So no, I mean, if if something, God forbid, would happen to to my girlfriend now, I I, I don't like to. I, I believe I would still be by her side doing whatever it is that I can do. Now, if she tells me, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm miserable, I'm in pain, this, you know, obviously if this is the worst case scenario, it's like, well, what can we do? But for me, if, I, if something would happen to me, I, to, to that extent, I'd be like, yo, fuck, like, take me out. Like that, I've, I've always been that way. Like I don't want to live that way. But, but I would never be like, oh, you're a bird and I'm going to leave you. I'd like to believe, it's hard, I'd like to believe that I, I, I would be that way. But you don't know until it happens to so you. Then what, so then uh, you would still look after Claudia if she had some sort of injury and then uh, I would still look remarry after. also and then your wife. So then you would then put that burden on your wife then? Because then think about it, your fu- your next wife. I don't uh, would I, I don't know if I would. think of it the other I side. Don't know if like I, would le- I, I don't know if I would leave like Claudia. Like I would probably, st- I would stay with her, right? You know? And so you wouldn't do what she did. You wouldn't. I wouldn't remarry. Like, like if, 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 if let's say, Claudia cannot have kids, right? In this situation, the the if anything, we'll we'll just adopt. I'll adopt a, a kid. I'm not gonna have a kid with somebody else just because Claudia can't have kids, you know. And then we've talked, me and her, we've talked about what if we can have kids? Or I'll adopt a kid, you know. I'll be okay with that. Or oh well, we had that conversation the other day yeah. that even she uh with Christina too. She was telling me the same thing, like oh like if Chris couldn't have kids, I think he'd still want me to, you know, to have children. And I'm like. Somebody else? No. Well, at first you said that you would be okay with that. I right? never said that. No, she thought I was gonna uh. say that. She, she, when I told her, I'm like, nah, like I that's stupid. She's like, really? I'm like I thought you would have a different opinion. I'm like, okay, so you're gonna raise a child that's half you, but half someone else. Like it's not even me. But it, isn't it better to have at least half? Like, like yeah, it's not your kid biologically speaking, but it's it's your your partners, right? No. You would, so you'd rather it be none of your kids. Yeah, because at the end of the day, because it's, it's not going to have it. Unless it's like, I don't know, maybe LeBron James or something or some sort of like peak athlete that I know I'm going to have a... But would you want to raise a, like, like a kid that doesn't look anything that's like you? That's the thing. <laughs> that, that's where it's, it's... It's not even that. It's not even that. I just... For me, it's going to be hard to raise a child that I feel like it's not really mine. And at that point, it's... If, if I can, I would prefer to adopt for us to both take that to still have that experience they both feel that way <laughs> yeah i just i would feel weird i would feel weird and she was a little bit like weird about it but it's just i don't know for me it just didn't really make a lot of sense yeah uh everyone i asked about this the same question like every man that i asked is like no i'd rather us adopt and it'll be none of our kids but have you asked other women 
uh if we were at a function i've asked other women and they're like they were like a little bit surprised like why not at least it's half yours at least it's half of the interesting, the interesting but, I, but i can see how for men it's like dude, i want to raise my own child i don't, I don't want to raise somebody else's kid that's my wife's kid you know like like it's it's her half of her dna and it's so there's a man running around in the in the world and that's his, that's his kid you know like I, I don't know it's just maybe it's something like about about men were like you know like i want i won't i don't i don't want to raise somebody else's kid not in that way right you know so tough questions you know but those are things that <coughs> very extreme situations you know like the story that we're talking about but you know you gotta sometimes you gotta ask those questions you know those extremes well we'll ask the audience what would you rather do um obviously we started off with a segment of the whole the article that we read but Say that your partner could not have children, okay? And um, so, yeah, would you rather just fully adopt? Say, you know, your woman. So, men, you're dating your woman. You can't have children, but she can. Um, are you comfortable with her raising a child that's 50% hers, 50% somebody else's, but yet she is able to get pregnant? So, at least it's half the, within the family. Or would you rather just take the chance or, or the, make the decision to go ahead and adopt altogether? It's not a fifty percent hers. It's a hundred percent hers, and it's zero percent yours. Well, fifty percent some other dudes, right? But it's in in your situ in your equation. Well, it's sure, yes. It's not. You. So it's you hers. think that that's a selfish decision for her to do so then, for her to get pregnant with another dude, another dude's kid? It may be selfish for you to deny her that. Right, but because you can make that argument. But like, what do you oh. want? Do you want to have a child, or do you want to be pregnant? You want like, because it would be her child somebody else yeah but then you the alternative is you 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 kind of denying her that right let me ask you a question if you couldn't have children would you just rather not have children at all if i couldn't have children at all biologically think speaking. of all that money you'd be saving all the money back to you traveling all the time um i don't think like i i would be okay not having kids like i feel like i i'm not like oh my god my destiny is to have children i don't think that way would I love to have kids? Yeah, someday, sure. But I don't think my but life. If you can't, you're okay. I'm okay with that, and I've. I think she's okay with that too. She's like, oh, like if some God forbid something happens, I can't have kids. Like, there's more to life than having children. You're living life on easy mode, dude. I think you have not actually. I'm like on a slight three, three number three incline. <laughs> you know, you're on the treadmill. You walking straight yeah. zero zero. Put it up on incline, maybe like three, four, five. You're like, there's a little, little extra struggle. You're fighting a couple of battles over there. Still standing. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fucking Christina. Uh, I got legal and illegal here. Which one you want? Get a hit up. <laughs> no. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. So as we said, let us know what, what, what you think about that. Let us know in the comments down below. We'll probably throw some questions here. I'm very curious. And maybe you have a story or maybe personally this is something that you can relate to. Let us know. You know? Let us know. For sure. For sure. All right, guys. Thank you. Next time. Ciao, guys. Peace, 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 peace.